Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. <laughs> hey, and welcome. Great to have you with us. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. You know that one in three adults are now estimated to be obese? Uh, and that's set. I don't know how you set this to rise 48%, but that's what they're saying. It's going to rise 48% in the next three decades. Wow. Sheesh. Uh, so, you know, don't become part of the statistic. There's something you can do to avoid this happening, and that's take Riduzone. Right before your meal, maybe 30 minutes or so before your meal, and it helps control your appetite. It also boosts your metabolism. So with those two things... You're just going to lose weight. And afterwards, it'll help you keep it off. It contains that patented ingredient from olive oil, OEA, that molecule that boosts metabolism. Uh, And that's why uh, it's one of the reasons why Italians use olive oil so much. Hmm. Helps them eat less. Mm -hmm. You know, they eat all that pasta and stuff. So you'd think they'd be gigantic. (laughs) And they're not, as a rule. (laughs) And it's all because it's of all because olive of olive oil. oil. Yep, nice. that's what it boils down to, right there. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> so, take advantage of our thirty percent off deal. We still have that deal going for you. Thirty uh, percent off because you listen to this show. Go to riduzone.com. R i d u z o n e dot com. Enter the promo code Pat. So this hold on this this tastes better than just guzzling bottles of olive oil. Uh well, yes, I think okay. it'd be. Uh-huh. I, I think it would be uh, less dramatic than guzzling <laughs> bottles of okay. olive oil. All right. Because along with the OEA, you'll also get some things you probably don't want in that kind of volume, you know, if you're guzzling olive oil. <laughs> don't guzzle I, I don't, olive oil. I don't recommend it. Order no. Riduzone today. Yes. R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E dot com. Riduzone dot com. Promo code PAT for 30% off a three-month supply. Easter worshipers, <laughs> if you are in fact an Easter worshiper, mm-hmm. do you worship Easter? Easter, um, uh, Keith, I uh, peeps, yeah. Oh, okay, peeps. Uh huh. I worship uh, peeps. I'm surprised <laughs> that they didn't use like, uh, hey, the bunny supporters uh, that were at church on Sunday. Uh, <sighs> anything they can, you know. Yeah. It's interesting to note. We talked about this yesterday, but both Obama. And Hillary Clinton used that term. Like, why? What? Oh, where, where do you get that? Right. And somebody pointed out, for what it's worth, AOC, uh, she tweeted out about the New Zealand attacks and support mm-hmm. for Muslims 15 times after that. She hasn't tweeted once about the Easter worshipers being assaulted and. Oh, my gosh. Terrorized on Sunday morning. Really? Correct. Yeah. Yep. I wow! I went back and I just checked I mean, her tweets is, this morning, and nothing still. That is something else, is it? And it was well, it's six times more people were killed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're up to three hundred and eleven victims now. I think dead. Mm-hmm. And there were were there fifty? I mean, it, fifty it was on the nose. Way and, too many yeah. in New Zealand, and nobody wants that to happen. Multiply that by six, and you get the Easter worshippers that were killed. And and from people who are supposedly Christians, what are you trying to avoid here? What is the it's weird? Man. It's just something else. There's something very weird about it. It's, I mean, and 
I, I, the fact that a, a public figure hasn't said anything, I, it just it's uh, just, just for the human element. Yeah. I don't know what your problem is, but she's got it. I mean, that is crazy. She didn't even mention it. I know she was all about uh, the New Zealand attack. She tweeted over and over and over. You said 15 times. That's that doesn't surprise me because I, I know it was a lot. So uh, after the attack, the Washington Post. So if Easter worshipers isn't bad enough, Washington Post published an analysis questioning if Christianity is really under attack and focused instead on uh, Western far-right anger. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, come on. Yes. Uh, the theme of Christianity being under attack has been a recurring one for many activists in the United States and Europe. They compared the response to the Sri Lanka tragedy to the Notre Dame Cathedral fire and how some conservatives mentioned the fire in uh, the, the rise in attacks on French churches in recent years. Um, so they're, they're worried that there's going to be a backlash from angry right-wingers now. That's what happens every single time mm-hmm. Christians are killed. It's like, oh, okay, don't start getting upset with Muslims now. Well, what? I mean, we understand that not all Muslims are responsible for this. We get that. Can you give us a second to mourn our dead? Can you recognize the fact that this is happening all over the world on a regular basis? Yes. According to Open Doors USA, 105 churches or Christian buildings are burned or attacked every month. 105 a month is the average. That's about three per day. Mm -hmm. And almost all of those attacks are ignored. There's also an average of 345 Christians killed for faith-related reasons every month. So don't come to me and, and start yapping to me about right-wing anger or whether or not this is manufactured about attacks on Christians. No, I mean, whenever someone that may have even the most remote connection to Christianity or conservatism or anything like that, it's, oh my gosh, look, they're acting out again. They're mm-hmm. lashing out. Look at the violence on the right. Look at the violence from the uh, Christians. Even if there's mm-hmm. just, just one thread that might possibly connect that person to Christianity or conservative thought. But when you well, have... look at the New Zealand attack, for, for instance. Exactly. Connected directly to Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. I mean, basically that was his fault. Rhetoric. Yep. He, he's so hateful. And look, it just seeps to all corners of the earth. Mm-hmm. But when you have attack after attack after attack, and it's so commonplace, where, where radical Islam is the common denominator and mm-hmm. so many attacks around the world, so many wars, so many skirmishes, everything that's going on, the majority of the time, far and away, overwhelmingly, one of the common denominators are radical Islam. Mm-hmm. But yet that, that, that has to the, be ignored. The, the response to that is, well, don't lash out against Muslims. All Muslims aren't bad now. Every time. That's how the mm-hmm. media responds. It's pathetic. Uh, but it's predictable. I yeah. mean, it, yeah. it, it literally happens mm-hmm. every time.
and it gets a little uh, mm-hmm. little tiresome mm-hmm. after a while. Especially when you see this, the statistics about how many Christians are dying around the world. Thousands every year. Literally in the thousands per year. Unbelievable. Uh, 888-900-3393. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Last night there was a series of town halls on CNN. Uh, they're trying desperately to uh, get a Democrat elected. And <clears throat> I think that last night shows you just what kind of a desperate situation we're in. None of these candidates can win. Please. It can't be allowed to happen by the American people in their voting. Uh, let me just make that clear. <laughs> so we need to stop it via the vote for someone other than a Democrat. Because... These people are dangerous. These are some bad choices. Oof. I it's never it's never been this bad that I've ever seen. Not in my lifetime. I I can't think of a time when there've been so many just naked marxists running for office. Uh people who hate Americans with traditional values. People who want to change the very foundation of our country. It's really frightening. Um, Bernie Sanders is a nightmare. Boy, yeah. And he was actually asked about his past views on communism and and, and socialist thought <laughs> last night on CNN. Here's what he had to yeah. say about uh, communism. <laughs> From Bernie Sanders. goes to this being like you're writing an opposition ad against you by saying you think the Boston Marathon bomber should vote not after he pays his debt to society, but while he's in jail. You sure? My follow question goes to this being like you're writing an opposition ad against you by saying you think the Boston Marathon bomber should vote not after he pays his debt to society, but while he's in jail. You sure about that? Well, okay, that would... We're looking for what the do you one feel on differently about now? I was reviewing what CNN's K-File had come up, taking a look at your evolution in politics. You used to argue that you should have government control of the means of capitalism, oh. uh, energy companies, factories, When did I say banks, that? In the 70s. Okay, right. No, uh, but hold what on. What did you say in the 70s? Uh, okay, a right. gaga Google. That's right. All right. What I'm saying is that you've changed. Well, wait a minute. You know, first of oh, all. Oh, wait a minute. You know, he, he hears me criticizing media all the time, and he gets nervous Meteor. about it, right? One of many things that makes I, me nervous. All right. <laughs> is I was the mayor of a city for eight years. Did I nationalize any of the industry oh, in the city of Burlington, up. Vermont? I don't think so. Congressman oh, for 60 years. Look, the mayor can't. I said what I said. And that is, I want to live in a nation in which all people right. in the wealthiest nation in the history of the world can have a decent standard of living. And I'm not talking about everybody owning a big fancy house or a Cadillac or anything like that. But I think we can do what other nations in the world are already doing. I mean, the ideas that I'm uh, advocating for you tonight, you know, better than so us. Healthcare, Move there! You know, healthcare as a right exists uh. in virtually every other major country on earth. How much anyone here knows so how much it costs to go to college in Germany? Anyone know? Yeah, it's free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I once was giving a speech, Chris, and I said that in Finland, college is free, and some guy jumped up and said, I'm from Finland, you're wrong, it's not free. I said, oh? He said, yeah, they pay us to go to college. <laughs> All right. You know, 
So uh, these yes. are ideas about guaranteeing economic rights to working people rather than seeing in New Hampshire and in Vermont mm. and all over this country people working two or three jobs, you know, for eight or nine bucks an hour, Our living under great stress, not having time for their kids, marriages dissolving as a result. Yeah, that's what I believe. I believe in a nation in which we guarantee fundamental economic rights, basic necessities of life wow. for all of our people. Wow. Okay, well, that's communism. Didn't denounce communism. I sure didn't. He, and, and by he the proclaimed way. essentially the Soviet Constitution, in fact, uh-huh. which is what they what they call for in the Soviet Constitution. Those kinds of basic human rights. And, and Bernie, um, for the record, um, couples aren't working so that they can uh, pay for life. They're working so they can pay for taxes. Okay, one of the two in the marriage is paying the taxes that you want in your paradise, your socialist utopia. Well, what he never talks about in his socialist utopias of Finland and Germany and Denmark and wherever else he fantasizes about. Mm -hmm. Go live there. Yep. Go live there. Because what you don't mention is the kind of lifestyle these people have as a result of paying for everybody else's college and everybody else's health care. Yep. That's why they live in 850 square feet of space when Americans, on average, live in 2,500 and, square feet of space. And who's paying for those socialist paradise, those countries' defense? That would be us. Us. It's pathetic. This guy is a nightmare. He was also talking about um, supporting, restoring voting rights mm-hmm. for convicted terrorists. We heard the very beginning of that. This is uh, number th- cut number three, Bernie on Boston, talking about uh, convicted terrorists voting. My follow-up question goes to this being like you're writing an opposition ad against you by saying you think the Boston Marathon bomber should vote not after he pays his debt to society, but while he's in jail. You sure about that? Well, Chris, I think I have written many 30-second opposition ads throughout my life. (laughs) This will be just uh, another one. But I do believe, look, you know, this is what I believe. Do you believe in democracy? Do you believe that every single American 18 years of age or older who's an American citizen has the right to vote? No. Once you start chipping away at that, believe me, Mm -hmm. that's what our Republican governors all over this country are doing. They come up with all kinds of excuses. Why people of color, young people, poor people can't vote. No, they're not. And I will do everything I can no, to resist not. it. This is a democracy. We've got to expand that <gasps> no, democracy. No, it isn't. And I believe every <laughs> single person does have not the right to vote. A democracy. And every per- people can lose their right to vote yeah. through their actions. I'm sorry. It's a privilege. It's not a right. <laughs> He's not talking about after they've paid their debt. He's talking about while they're in prison paying said debt. Yeah, it's crazy. This guy's, a nightmare, this guy's man. unbelievable. I, I mean, listen to this. And he continually calls, this is a democracy. No, it's not a democracy. No, it isn't. So we're not expanding it because it's not one. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. Really bad. I, I, I don't understand how 20 or 25% of Democrats can look at this guy, listen to his rhetoric, and say, yep, yeah, that's the communist I want in, in office. Yes, it's, I mean, without, without the violence, you might as well be voting for Joe Stalin. 888-933-93. When was the last time you had your ears professionally cleaned? Maybe you don't even want to now because <laughs> you, want to hear you don't that? listen to the madness that's going on. <laughs> Good golly. <laughs> but if your ears itch or you have some pain there, they feel plugged up, it is irritating. 
It's obnoxious, and you can fix it with WaxRx. WaxRx uses a physician-developed technology. It safely and effectively removes all that buildup. Uh, then it soothes your ears with a pH-conditioned formula. It's really good. And you can use WaxRx without a prescription now. No more expensive trips to the doctor. doctor. You don't have to waste time or imperil your eardrums with cotton swabs. Try the WaxRx system risk-free today. Just go to usewaxrx.com. Use the offer code radio at checkout, and you'll get free shipping. A real solution for this stubborn buildup. Usewaxrx.com, offer code radio. Pat Gray, Unleashed. So, uh, Bernie was obviously nightmarish. But, um, you know, so are they all, frankly. Yes, sir. <laughs> Kamala Harris on guns. She was asked, how will you keep our schools safe and keep guns out of the hands of those who shouldn't have them? Here's what she had to say about it. Because there are people in Washington, D.C., supposed leaders who have failed to have the courage to reject a false choice, which suggests you're either in favor of the Second Amendment or you want to take everyone's guns away. Supposed leaders in Washington, D.C., who have failed to have the courage to recognize, you know what, you want to go hunting, that's fine. But we need reasonable gun oh, safety laws you. in this Appreciate country, that. starting with I universal background checks hunting. and a renewal of the assault mm-hmm. weapon ban. But they have failed to have the courage to act. So, Ben, here's my response to you. All right. Upon being elected, I will give the United States Congress 100 days to get their act together and have the courage to pass reasonable gun safety laws. And if they fail to do it, then I will take executive action. Oh, good. And specifically what Mm. I will do Mm -hmm. is put in place a requirement that for anyone who sells more than five guns a year, they are required to do background checks when they sell those guns. I will require... We have that. ...that for any gun dealer that breaks the law, the ATF take their license. And by the way, ATF, alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. Well, the ATF has been doing a lot of the A and the T, but not much of the F. Okay. <laughs> oh, my. I haven't been doing so much of the F. you're going to propose things we already do in virtually every case? We already... They act as if there's no background checks. Why do they continue to do this? There are background checks. You have to have a background check Virtually everywhere. They, they have this myth of the, of the gun show exemption or whatever. They, they try to push these narratives that just aren't true. So she's going to give Congress 100 days. And then if they don't act the way she wants them to, she's going to become a tyrant. She's going to impose tyranny. I got a phone and I got a pen. And I've that's what that she's going to do. Yep. That's good. Wow. So she was asked about that. When did this felon vote become such a big deal? When when did this happen? Why why is it so important now for well because that's the way they can win and they know it. So if they can get non-citizens and criminals to vote for them and they can, that's who they're going to vote for if they vote. The non-citizens and the felons are all going to vote Democrat, and they know it. So that's why the felon vote is becoming so important now. So, 
Kamala Harris was asked if she agrees with Sanders that prisoners like the Boston Marathon bomber should be able to vote. Here's what she said. In some states, permanently deprived of the right to vote. And these are policies that go back to Jim Crow. These are policies that go what? back to the heart of, of policies that have been about disenfranchisement, policies that continue so until today. Ridiculous. And we need to take it seriously. But, but people who are in, convicted in prison, like the Boston Marathon bomber, on death row, people who are convicted of sexual assault, they should be able to vote? I think we should have that conversation. Yeah, we, that's what we're asking you. Okay. This is a conversation, Putin. This is a conversation, so answer the question. Don Lemon was like... So weird. Okay. okay. Like, okay. all right, I gave you a chance to change that answer, but all right. But no, she mm-hmm. obviously the answer is yes. She wants sex offenders and terrorists who've been convicted to get their right to vote back. That's what she wants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... Again, that's why she wants it, because they will almost certainly vote Democrat. <laughs> that's that's just the way it is. Wow, these this is a this is a bad lineup, a scary lineup. Telling you, these are not uh, good choices. <laughs> well, well said. <laughs> these choices not so good. Wow, is there a moderate among them? No. Amy Klobuchar was asked how she plans to include rural communities in the discussion about, oh, about climate change. Here we go. Good. All right. Okay, let's, let's hear this. Good. I think what's important, as you look at the goals in the Green New Deal, right. and no one thinks we're going to dot every I and cross every T in a short period of time, but we need those goals. We need as a nation to come behind goals. We need the energy of young people and people that really want to move on climate change. So what did she really say there? Nothing. Yeah, she said that. She said uh, nothing. She said, "I love AOC." Yeah, that's, that's what she said. Was, I I'm talking about climate change and and really just talking out my butt right now because I don't really have a plan. I don't really know what to do. <laughs> I'm not sure if the American people are behind this Green New Deal thing yet. But when I find out, then I'll get behind it or not. Uh, when I figure out where <laughs> where Americans are, that's how I will uh, choose to uh, set my policy. So maybe I'll catch so you at the great. next town hall. Yeah, and, uh, maybe. Just ask your question then. Maybe, maybe I'll we'll have see. some more. We'll see if there's a poll on this and see what <laughs> Americans want. Because uh, that's all I'm doing right now is pandering mm-hmm. to uh, people who who uh, love the whole climate change hoax. Speaking of which, on the Blaze, you know they have that section on the Blaze mm-hmm. that is trending for some reason. An Al Gore story from. Uh, not this last January, but the one before is trending today. Uh, when he blamed the cold snap in January of 2018 on climate change. Oh, nice. Yeah. He, uh, he tweeted out a link to an article stating that bitter cold is exactly what we should be expecting from man-caused climate change. <laughs> okay, wait. I thought it was global warming for a reason. But obviously, they've changed that now to climate change because they want to have it both ways. And so they do. They do. If it's really, really hot, see, that's what we told you. If it's really, really cold, see, that's what we told you. Mm-hmm. This is completely consistent with everything we've been wrong about for a hundred years now. So the article was written by Michael Mann, a professor of atmospheric science at Penn State. Uh, and he argued about heavy lake, lake effect snow 
near the Great Lakes being a sign of global warming because the warming temperatures on the lake causes the lake to stay warmer longer and it produces more snow. And so that's what that's what uh, he was trying to tap into. And fortunately, some actual um, scientists sounded off on this. <laughs> it's so great. Because every time, every time there's extreme weather, and there's always been extreme weather, uh, Al Gore speaks out about it. It's... It's bitter cold in parts of the U.S., but climate scientist Dr. Michael Mann explains that's exactly what we should expect from the climate crisis. <laughs> and then he had the link. So Steve Malloy tweeted out, who is a scientist, tweets out Al Gore. Freezing is the new warming. But what can you expect to realize from someone who relies on fake noblest Michael Mann? So true. And then Joe Bastardi uh, sounded off on it, too. So let me get this straight. The cold is from climate change. Previous cold shots weren't from climate change, like the one in 83, 84 that was colder than this period. So what these guys want us to believe is the cold is from climate change, but climate change made it come up short of previous cold periods. (laughs) (laughs) It's so great when you put it that way. That is awesome. Hey, Al Gore, big thaw coming like numerous years with his colder, colder starts. Is that climate change, too? Is a January thaw, which happens enough to be in the United States weather lore, also a crisis? Why were previous cold periods colder? So climate change causes cold, but it prevents it from being as cold. Wow. I just love that. That's good. I That's love that. really good. And that's how they have it both ways on all of these issues. And so then you get Amy Klobuchar standing there uh, telling us that, yeah, okay, I'm, you know, obviously on board with climate change, but I have no idea what to say right now because I don't, I don't know if you're totally on board with the hundred trillion dollars we want to spend on this. These are just ridiculous candidates. And I, I'm just afraid that there's going to be a fair section of America that are taken in by them. It's frightening. But a judge was asked about uh, about Mike Pence <laughs> because um, who was the guy that was defending him? He was uh, Richard Grinnell, the uh, U.S. Right, ambassador, the to US ambassador to Germany, also openly gay. Right. And he was talking about what a great guy Mike Pence is. And he's a godly guy and he's not he doesn't have a hateful bone in his body. So uh, Buddha judge was asked about that. And you've gotten into kind of a back and forth, a public back and forth between Vice President Pence and yourself over the issue of discrimination against LGBTQ people and faith. Uh, The current ambassador to Germany, Richard Grinnell, who's also gay, uh, he weighed in on this saying that you have been, quote, pushing this hate hoax along the lines of Jussie Smollett for a very long time now, several weeks. How do you respond to that? I'm not a master fisherman, but I know bait when I see it and I'm not going to take it. All right. Wow, what a, what a leader, huh? Oh, yeah. And what a great line. That's pathetic. I mean, well, you're not going to take it because you've just been slapped down yep. by a member of the LGBTQ community. And the guy asking the question, also a member of that community. And this is the fight that Buttigieg Jeez. picked. He started this. Right. And now he's being called right. out on it. He's like, oh, I'm not a master fisherman, but I'm not going to take that bait. 
Shut up. They're just terrible people. <laughs> just terrible stinking people. Uh, all right. Look, we, there's more. Um, <laughs> there's more. He throws his arms up. It's, oh, there's more of these idiots. It's we mind talk numbing. About. <laughs> it's mind numbing. Yes, it is. Seriously, these are the worst 18 candidates ever assembled to run an actual nation. Can you just give us one, Democrats? Just one. No, they can't. Common there's, sense. There's nobody like that in the party anymore. Yeah, they're all gone. 888 All right, let me tell you about Home Title Lock. Uh, last year, the Manhattan District Attorney's Office released a grand jury report uh, that law enforcement had received 2,000 complaints of deed fraud. And they were almost all involved faulty notarization. Grand jury called it an epidemic. Criminals look for vulnerable properties. They scan through the obituaries. They pour through public records. And it can take as little as a forged deed to transfer ownership. And after that happens, it's almost impossible to reverse. If you can reverse it, it usually costs you thousands of dollars to do. It's a really bad problem that you don't want to have to hassle with. So... Go to Home Title Lock and sign up. For just pennies a day, they'll put a barrier around your home's title and shut down any sinister activity they detect. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. You can get a, a free title scan and report right now. HomeTitleLock.com. Pat Gray, Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred. 3393 and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, some uh, tweets. This from Scotty Sweatman. Watching CNN's Democrat town halls is like watching two children discuss how rainbows are made. And who would win in a fight? A Care Bear or a Gummy Bear? Oh, hold on. I want to think this one through. I wish it was that innocent, though. I'm going to um, go Gummy Bears. You're going to go Gummy Bear yeah. over a Care Bear? Yeah, because I mean, they're mm-hmm. having to fight in the woods and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're crafty. Yeah, it would be nice if if it were just innocent like that. But the problem is, one of these people win, and it's catastrophic for yeah, the United States of America. It is, I I believe it to be literally catastrophic for us. Kara thirty twenty two, Bernie Sanders can't remark on any issue without bringing up wealth. That's for sure. If he doesn't push to the jealousy angle and keep his zombie haters, those that have more, hating those his zombies hating those that have more, then he's done. He's really good at it, though. Mm-hmm. He's really good at it. The pickled squirrel. Nothing is free, Bernie. Free means someone else pay, pays for it. Yep. <sighs> and from I saw above me. As I went walking <laughs> that ribbon of highway, Ugh. I saw above me. <laughs> I saw above me. Bernie can say the word free all he wants. Nothing like he describes comes free. He's a kook douchebag. Yes. Yes. Can't argue with that at all. AOC's half-empty glass of yam chili. <laughs> Has she made yam chili? Uh, yeah. yeah oh. She made that, uh, she made that on she? Instagram or oh, whatever. Nice. It was. Yeah. Oh, nice. From her little kitchen in her uh, ritzy apartment that uh, the people she claims to represent can't afford to live in. Uh, so, glad to see Bernie reaffirm his views from the 70s. Now, about that rape fantasy paper sir (laughs) Uh, from amy what's her face i bet poor judy was just getting the hang of sarcasm and now this stupid town hall has her all screwed up yeah you watch a democratic (laughs) town hall or debate yeah you are yeah Mm -hmm. yeah uh some tweets from yesterday after the show 
Because, you know, there are those who listen to it later at their own leisure, mm-hmm. which is wonderful podcasts and beautiful. And you can certainly do that. And the podcasts are available wherever podcasts are available. Available for free. It's good. Too. It's, you don't have to pay for it. No, that's good. nice. It's good. Now, you do have to You pay for it if you want to watch it, right? Yes. If you if want to saw it, then you have to, you have to subscribe, which is great, too. Because uh-huh. it's only, I don't know, it's worth like... $7,000 a year, but we give it to you for much less than that. Much less. Much, much less. TheBlazeTV.com if you're interested. Uh, we mentioned Bill Weld might run against Trump and primary Trump mm-hmm. coming up. Uh, Justin Souls tweets, uh, Trump wouldn't have to devote any resources or time to beat Bill Weld <laughs> in a primary. That's true. Because <laughs> I think I made the point. Man, you don't want you know Trump to have to Full with a primary no. and debates and all this stuff. Yeah, and, that's and what take he, his his focus away from the Democrats. Uh-huh. Bill Weld, not not going to require resources. Good point, Justin. <laughs> It'd just be like a fly swarming around your head. You know, you got to swat it every once in a while. Uh, from 18, 18 spoons. Huge <laughs> dilemma. Very important work meeting is scheduled at the same time as Pat Unleashed starts. Which one oh, to choose? No. Nah, who am I kidding? I care way more about the show. Well, thank you. Can I get a work excuse, Keith? Yes. Yes. Uh, Keith, you can, you can do that. Yeah, right? absolutely. Whatever you right. need. Um, okay. But like like Pat was just saying, you could listen to it later if you like. Through, uh, it is possible. Podcast you know, format. Mm-hmm. But um, I think the bigger issue here is, I don't know where you live, but... Who's scheduling meetings at 6 in the morning or, central or time? 7 a.m. Eastern if he's East Coast. That's wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Got, you need a new job. Right? Got, or, or just become the boss. Can you just take over? Because that's unacceptable, these 7 a.m., 6 a.m. meetings. Uh, at 5.30 this morning, 5.30 Central, um, Fox News was doing an interview of Mike Lee, and I thought, wow, that's impressive that Mike got up at, you know, 5.30 or whatever mm-hmm. Eastern time so that he could be at the studio by 6.30 Eastern, 5.30 our time, and be interviewed on Fox News. That's some serious That's serious commitment. Then it turned out, nah, it was a recorded uh, recorded spot well hey mike lee's gonna actually be and in he's here. actually going to be in here uh-huh on this show at around that time of morning right well, a little bit later like 7 30 7 30 central on uh thursday morning so right here on the couch yes mm-hmm. so senator mike lee from utah right here on the orange couch thursday morning i'll bet he's never sat on more on a more lovely piece of furniture that is uh isn't it it's beautiful we're going it? with we're going with lovely lovely well, hmm. you, you got the orange color, and then okay. you have well, the nasty dirt stains well, you got, all over it. Okay, so so you've it, got it some sharpie. Like, <laughs> somebody does show prep on that couch, it, and it looks. And, it also looks uh-huh. as if it. Uh, and I think we're going to get a nice shot of it. Oh, are we? Yeah. Hold on. Thank you, Rob, for for showing the orange couch. If you look over here, it looks like it sat near a fireplace with the fire roaring a little too brightly, and it singed the singed the couch. See this, see this right here. This this, uh, mm. this 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 little coffee stain here. Uh-huh. I, I did this. I did this when uh, when when I was in here with Doc once, and I dumped my coffee on the air. That was a good morning. Oh, you made me sad just now. I'm sorry. But uh, yeah, so there's sharpie marks. There's coffee stains. There's mm-hmm. there's there's fireplace out- uh, <laughs> ash. I don't know what that there's is. Worn out armrest, <laughs> and there's you know whatever Jeffy stains that have been associated with him uh, spread throughout. <laughs> 
But uh, no, that is a uh, that's who, a hazard to your health, right there. Who knows what kind of cooties and nastiness is on that and lives and thrives in that environment? How long know. does it take to to cover a couch? Like recover it, refinish it, huh? I don't know. We got forty eight hours before the senator gets in here. <laughs> Do we have time? There is word that someday this is going to be remodeled in the studio. Uh-huh. We just haven't seen it yet. There's word. There's word. I mean, there's a rumor. It's a little. A little ambiguous a there with our. Whenever, mm-hmm. whenever a time frame is ambiguous in this building, mm-hmm. it's never quick. Nope, that's very <laughs> true. Yeah, we're gonna do that. Yep. When? Uh, soon. We're gonna soon. We're gonna do that soon. Define okay. soon, could you please? Uh, in this century. Okay. Ish. So we got eighty years. This century ish. Eighty more years ish. Uh, the other thing Elizabeth Warren wants to do, and I, I don't think we had a shot of her. Was she? She was in the town halls, right? Did she have nothing interesting yeah, to say? Yeah, I don't think that I was compelled enough. Um, okay, to go clear into the sure Elizabeth Warren depth chart. Yeah, she's I don't know sitting around what seven percent support maybe ish. Ish. She wants to cancel up to fifty thousand dollars in student debt for. Just a few college students who have, you know, graduated. Now they have debt. Uh, about forty-two million of them. Uh, don't worry about it. Just multiply forty-two million by fifty thousand, and uh, you got your number there. It's <laughs> what she's going to take care of that with a nice tax on uh, on millionaires and billionaires. These people are. I. It's naked Marxism. So together, the initiatives. That she's proposing, which are canceling $50,000 in debt for 42 million uh, Americans, plus free college tuition at two- and four-year institutions. Wow. Those two initiatives together would only run us about $1.25 trillion over a decade. Don't worry about that. That'll be color. That's covered by her ultra millionaire tax, <laughs> which is an annual two percent tax on wealth above fifty million. Well, I don't have to worry about it then. So yes, go ahead and take it from those evil bastards. I don't have to worry about it. And another one percent tax. So it'll be if you if you're a billionaire, you're going to get a three percent tax because you're a billionaire. One percent on your tax over a billion, two percent uh, on wealth over fifty million. I mean, How does that even make sense? Shouldn't it be the other way around? Shouldn't it be? I, I mean, the richer you are, the more you pay. That's not even what they're doing. Can I just say you you talk about how dangerous it is if we elect one of these Democrats as president? Mm-hmm. Okay, and the House is already in Democrat hands. The Senate is dangerously close to being Democrat as well. The last time we gave absolute power to Democrats, see, Republicans don't know what to do with power. They don't do anything, okay? Mm. They don't accomplish whatever they promise they're going to do. Democrats... They have no such qualms. They gave us socialized medicine effectively, or Mm -hmm. at least the roadmap to it, Obamacare, okay? They had Mm -hmm. no problem jamming that down our throats, regardless of if it was done in a constitutional way or not. That was under the last generation, if you will, of Democrats that tried to fly stuff under the radar. These folks are very bold. They are very out front mm-hmm. about what they want. They are saying, we want socialism. That's going to be what we're pushing if we're president. You give absolute power to that party, it's over, man. It, we cannot handle this. She claims uh, it would assist more than 95% of Americans with student loans mm-hmm. to pay off. 
That's good. Eliminate all debt of more than 75% of Americans, according to Brandeis University. Okay. Well, don't take out loans then if you can't repay them. Exactly. That's, I mean, that's... Exactly. How is, that a, how is this a conversation? Warren's proposal, released Monday, would cancel $50,000 in student loan student loans for Americans with household income below 100000 uh, as well as substantial debt cancellation for everyone with income between 100000 and two fifty. Uh, those with household incomes topping two fifty wouldn't receive any loan forgiveness. No, no, because they're too evil. They make too much money, and and when you make money like that, mm-hmm. you're you're evil, and it's immoral. And so, <laughs> you got to give. We back, can't help you, as as they want to say. You got to give back. Jeez, you got to pay your fair share. Fair share. Got when some, are you going to pay your fair share? Got to have some skin in the game. I mean, you're only paying if you're talking state, federal, local taxes. You're only paying. 50% or a little bit more of your income, 50, 55%. That's not, that's not your fair share, okay? Uh, we're going to talk about what your fair share is, though, in the next two years. We're going to have a conversation? You're going to have a conversation about 70%, 75%, maybe 80%. Maybe we'll take it all. I don't know. I haven't figured it out yet. Yeah. Don't make us <laughs> mad because yeah, maybe don't we'll piss just me take, off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am liable to take it all. What is it the the Beatles said about uh, taxes with their song? Uh, I'm the tax man. Little warning here. Should five percent appear too small? In other words, I'm letting you keep five percent of your income. Okay, <laughs> you think that's too small? Well, uh, be thankful I don't take it all. Thank you. Be thankful. I don't take it all because I'm the tax man. And that's what's coming. Jeez, that is what's coming. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Our friends at Home Title Lock uh, sent us another example of how dev- devastating title fraud can be and why everybody needs Home Title Lock. If you have a home, you got to have it protected. So Bill and Betty from Portland... Online thieves in the U.S. and abroad found the couple's home title exposed on a website. They forged the documents so it looked like they were the new owners. And then they borrowed thousands of dollars against their equity. They didn't know anything about it until the uh, late payment notices started showing up. And then it got worse. A foreign bank foreclosed on their house and had them evicted from their own home. Now keep in mind, they didn't do anything here. They were paying their bills. They were paying their mortgage. They just weren't paying what the thieves did. They weren't paying for that. They didn't have Home Title Lock at the time. Now, for pennies a day, Home Title Lock will put a barrier around your home's title and mortgage. Make sure that this can't happen to you. So here's what I advise people to do. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. Register your home. See if your title's already been tampered with. And if you register now, you'll get a free title scan and report $100 value for free. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. Interesting uh, weather report. Was this Tennessee? This is Birmingham, Alabama. Birmingham, Alabama. (laughs) Okay. You guys... trying to show people where there might be some problems yeah you got storms coming in you got to be yeah. alert you got to know if your town is about to get nailed and uh <laughs> the weatherman had a little heart to heart with the uh, television audience 
Here's what he said. Do we need to talk here for a minute? How about a fireside chat? I have no fire here. Um, no, but this subject does get you spurred up. Yeah. Uh, and, and then listen, we don't expect people to be geographers or radar meteorologists. We really don't. We understand. It's like there's a lot of things I'm not good at, a lot. But during severe weather, what do we use? Maps all night. You know, we just can't show you much severe weather at night, so we wind up using maps. And we have learned that a large percentage of people in our state, in many states, cannot find their house on a map. If I were to give you a blank map with no labels, no highways, just county lines and state lines, could you draw a dot within 50 miles of your house? And yes, we've seen some studies that show Thank about you. 85% of the population cannot do that. Come on. Oh. Come on. <laughs> that, I a, believe it. What, I believe it. It's a little bit condescending, though. Okay, but you it's know? still true. Is it true? I, I don't know. I haven't seen that study. Well, if it's true, it's it not necessarily condescending. He's, he, he continued. He had some more yes, to say. There was more. Mm-hmm. there's more to say about maps. You need some basic map skills to help us communicate critical severe weather information. It would really help if you could identify the county that you live in and the counties adjacent to you. And it really doesn't take that much. I learned this stuff in fourth grade. When I was in fourth grade, we did Alabama geography, Alabama history. I love fourth grade. It was a great grade. Uh, But don't learn all of them, but just learn the county that you're in and the ones that surround that. And it would really, I think, help us all during times of severe weather. Well, you know what the problem is? What? I mean, this problem has been outlined before. I personally Uh, believe that U.S. Americans are unable to do so. Because? Because uh, some some people out there in our nation nation. don't have maps. They don't have maps. And I believe that our education, like such as in South Africa and uh, the Iraq, everywhere like such as. Everywhere like such as. I believe that they They should... should. uh, our education over here, over here. in the U.S. should the US help should the help U.S. The US. Or should no. help South Africa. South Africa. It should help the, the, Iraq the Iraq. Asian countries. And the, the Asian so countries. So we will be able to build up our future. <laughs> build up our future. <laughs> and you can't do that without maps. In, in the Alabama? Yeah, you know, right. In the Iraq, <clears throat> such as? Right, the Alabama counties. You don't need to know them all. Just know where you live. Wow, is that condescending? I bet he pissed some people off. I loved it. I loved it, because I'm a... I'm a map snob, I mean, too. I, I learned Come this on. stuff in fourth grade. Now, okay, that was Come the on. only thing he really... <clears throat> no, that wasn't the only thing. Oh, come on. I mean, he's he's worried for the people. He want to keep them safe, man. It's like, so just... <laughs> yeah, and, you know, if there's severe weather like tornado warnings, you do need to know where you live. So you can look up there and see, oh, yep, it's coming my way. I better seek shelter. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop with the condescension, Pat. Come on. <laughs> what are you doing? You're That's just... not condescending. But he, the whole time, was like, look, I mean, it's... <laughs> look. Come on now, people. I mean, it's cute. He's frustrated. It's cute that you... And what, one thing that is cut out of that is that, uh, you know, he says on Twitter, I can't respond to everybody saying, what about so-and-so road? What about this? What about this? What about this? You know? Oh, is that what they're so, doing to him? Yeah, so they're just, they're no just constantly asking him, <laughs> hey, he's is like, my house hey, at... Learn, uh, I don't know. Learn where you live. At 418 Main Street. Uh, should I leave the area right this moment? Oh, come on now. I, I suppose that's... Yeah, that makes it... That's probably true. Mm-hmm. That's probably a little irritating to him. But, uh, but you know, deal with 85% it. 85% of people couldn't put their... Put a dot on a map within 50, 50 miles. 50 miles? Come on. I got to find that study. Come on. Because uh, that's hard to believe. 
that is that's hard to believe. I could I think I could put a dot on my neighborhood if you show me a map mm-hmm. of DFW. Yeah. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, uh, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Oh, you know what? Uh, apparently Peyton Manning was up to replace Jason Witten on Monday Night Football, and ESPN wanted him badly, and he just said no. Ah, that's Why? too bad. Would have restored the magic, I think, to oh, Monday Night awesome. Football. Would that have been great? Yes. I don't know why. I don't know why. He just decided, yeah, not going to do it. Um, so he passed on joining Joe Tessitore and Booger McFarland, who wait, needs to go wait, as well. Joining Booger? Booger needs to Booger go. Booger needs to go. You know, that's... He is terrible. Booger needs to go. B- Booger was worse than Jason Witten. Yes. Yes, he was. By a lot. Uh, so I, uh, nobody knows what they're going to, I mean, there's, you know, some possibilities mm-hmm. out there like, uh, Rex Ryan, maybe, uh, uh, uh some, maybe some known talents like Kirk Herb Street wouldn't be bad. Hmm. Bring uh, Dennis Miller back. Dennis mm-hmm. Miller would be yeah. better than what they had. That's for sure. Oh, we have a clip from him. He's going to predict the future for us. Oh, okay. Good to that coming up. <laughs> This is Pat Gray Unleashed. And welcome to it. Great to have you with us. 888-900-3393. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where hating hate monger face tweets... I'd like to propose a bill to Congress. All members of Congress shall purchase and obtain a firearm and CCL in order to protect themselves from political extremists. Hmm. Uh, Imagine voting no against this bill. Scotty Sweatman tweets, uh, booty judge. I may punch people, but I know better than this. I know better to stay away from a fight. That's essentially what he said. Coward. Mm hmm. Um, Keith's empty frame factory. <laughs> I never would have believed it, but Jimmy Carter is looking like a great man now with what the Democrat party has become. Wow. Yeah. So too. I mean, you don't even have to go back that far. Really Bill Clinton. Yeah. <laughs> until you start hearing him say things again. <laughs> yeah. But if you are to look at the way he legislated or the way he, uh, performed in office compared to his rhetoric today way more moderate than these people. This is the guy who brought us uh, reform, uh, welfare reform. That's mm-hmm. the guy who brought us balanced budgets. Mm-hmm. Well, along with the Republican Congress. But still, I mean... He had to sign it. He, he signed the Defensive Marriage Act. <laughs> Think of that. I mean, Bill Clinton was... Was Barry Goldwater. <laughs> Barry Goldwater compared to these Democrats. Oh, that Overton window is a cruel thing. It is. It is. And we've been Overtoned to about the one millionth power now. And I'm going to say it the whole time. These Democrats would be catastrophic in office. Catastrophic. And especially with the House and anything close in the Senate. It just can't, it can't happen. We can't allow it to happen. Voting-wise, so there is no misunderstanding. <laughs> we can't 
allow these Democrats to win. Now, people ask me all the time, well, does that mean you're for Trump now? Will you vote for him? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Probably. Because it's, it, to, to me, it's that catastrophic. And we can't take a chance that one of these people wind up in office. You can't. Ever. This can never happen again. It's not just 2020. It's 2024 and beyond. They're, how much more extreme will they be the next time around? They've been so emboldened, and they've pushed that Overton window so far left that where do they go from here? Oh, gosh. They're essentially the Communist Party now. I mean, they've gone beyond socialism. This is Now they're talking about uh, all the basics in life need to be provided. We need to provide everything for everybody. Well, okay, look how that worked out for the Soviet Union. That go well? Look how it worked out for China. They dropped that kind of stuff and went to a capitalist hybrid. It's just, it's unbelievable the lengths to which they go, despite all the evidence that we have in world history to show how none of it works. And all they keep doing is pointing to Finland. Finland's not a socialist country. But Finland is a joke compared to the United States of America. Look at what has become of Finland. You want Finland? Bernie Sanders? I'll give you Finland. Uh, Look at this little activity that is a a real thing in Finland. (laughs) Here it is. This is Finland. She's riding around on a stick horse. It's a real competition in Finland. Finland's hobby horse girls. Once a secret society in Finland, Should still be. hobby horse girls were a secret society. Here we have skull and bones at Yale. I mean, at least it's cool. It's not good, but it's cool. They have hobby horse girls. Wow. Okay? Is that what you want? Yes. For years, there was a subculture of teenage hobby horse enthusiasts flourishing under the radar. Now, the craze is a national support uh, export. Oh, they just a national export. Jump around on these little on a hobby horse. Hobby horses. It's just <laughs> and it's a competition. No. And no, it's, honey, no. No, this is, look it's at just this. I mean, they're like wrong. they take good care of their of their little horses <clears throat> and uh, they're grooming them and whatnot. And I don't yeah. know. I'm kind of inspired. I kind of like this uh, hobby horse thing here. Got a. Got myself a broom here. <clears throat> oh, they even they do jumps uh, with a hobby horse. Yeah, of course, they do jumps with a hobby horse. I mean, it's like a equestrian Impress- feat there. Impressive. Mm-hmm. So it's a little horse head on a stick. That's that's great. I mean, I've got a I've and, got a uh, I've got a poor man's hobby horse here. Oh yeah, I mean, it's not. It's a little. You ride it around. Is it? I mean, do you mind? There's not a lot of room here in the studio, but I'm uh, just give people a. Little indication of what sure. Finland would be like in the United States of America. I'm, so, so, I'm a little frightened by so it. How do I get this thing to go? Though? Like, Woohoo! Yeah, Finland rocks! Woo! Yeah, that's that's good. You look like an name. idiot. <laughs> I need a name for my oh, hobby horse. The tree people didn't approve. You look like an idiot. Sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna call it Old Yeller. That's what I'm gonna call my hobby horse. I mean, that's embarrassing. That is. That's embarrassing. That's what happens in Finland. That's what happens when 
you pay for everybody's college education. Mm-hmm. They don't appreciate it. You don't need to get a job. You don't need a job. Just jump around on a hobby horse all day. Yeah. Well, my son lived in Finland for two years on his mission. Uh, he said another weird thing that is apparently uh, part of Finnish life. They don't have washer-dryer sets in their homes. Huh? Yeah. They, they always go to a laundromat. You want to do that in America? You want to always go to... I mean, some people do. There's nothing wrong with it, but it's just a little inconvenient. But everybody gets a house, right? And it's really huge and beautiful. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. Most people, because of the taxes they pay, okay. live in 900 square feet of space in an apartment. He said almost everybody. Almost everybody he knew uh, lived in an apartment. There's not a lot of single-family home living. Uh, except for the ultra-wealthy in Finland. Because everybody else is paying for everybody else's health care and everybody else's schooling. And so when you have just that much left over, you live in an apartment. If that's what you want to do, Bernie Sanders, and it isn't because he doesn't. He doesn't live in an apartment. You think Sanders is living in 900 square feet? Nope. And what was that point he made at the town hall on CNN last night? He just said, uh, look, uh, I'm not saying that everybody has to have a, a huge mansion or what have you. Well, why not? Right. I, I would like to go mm-hmm. for that. At least in America, that's the difference between America and these other countries. You can and, aspire to that. Yeah, and that's the same point that Arthur Brooks was making last week in his movie, The Pursuit. At least in America, <laughs> you have that opportunity. In these other countries where you feel so safe and protected and think you're free in Finland, you can't aspire mm-hmm. to own nice things or to achieve. There's no purpose for it. There's no reason for that because you're not going to get there. Everybody's capped. Yeah, and you're not going to get there because the government beat you down. That's why. Because they take from you. And there's no incentive for making more because then they just take more. So, uh, stop with the Finland is uh, utopia talk. Can we get over that? Well, not with these Democrats. We can't. That's for sure. Uh, 888-900-3393. Another socialist, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, has a documentary that's about to premiere on May 1st on Netflix. A documentary on her life. Yeah, of, already. I think some some new voices in Congress, and she, of course, is the centerpiece. Of course, this is a dreadful trailer. I can't imagine what the movie is going to be. Here's uh, here's the trailer for the movie. You can enjoy uh, beginning again May first on <laughs> Netflix. If I was a rational person, I would have dropped out of this race a long time ago. Crowley hasn't had a primary challenger in 14 years. He's taken $3 million per cycle. He's going to tell me I'm small, that I'm young, that I'm inexperienced. My mom cleaned houses growing up. I never really saw myself going into politics. Americans aren't asking for a lot. They're just asking for politicians to help them get by. I can do this. I know you can. Pause it for a second. Americans are asking for politicians to help them get by? (laughs) No, they're not. Nope. Most Americans are asking for the government and politicians to leave them the hell alone so they can make their own way, so they can succeed with their own ideas and their own hard work. That's what we're asking. Get off my back and stop taking 50% of everything I earn. That's what I want you to do. That's what I'm asking from politicians and from the government. I don't want your help. I don't need your help. Wow, that's... 
Uh, there's more. We're doing something very controversial. People say, how dare you mount a challenge to someone who's so established. It's not just our family. It's 30,000 families a year losing loved ones because they don't have insurance. I was not trying to become an activist. He lives six minutes from Ferguson. So the police are evil. Color, our image is scrutinized. People in my district, this is how we look. I come from a long line of coal miners. We've been collateral damage. They underestimate us. I'm running because everyday Americans deserve to be represented by everyday Americans. I'm not going to allow my daughter to have died for nothing. The problems that we have in our district, we ourselves can fix. I get scared of the cynicism from people really believing in something and then it not working out. I just don't want to let them down. You have to be fearless, but they're going to come after you. Nobody owns you yet. No matter what the outcome, That's not true. it will never be the same. We're going to fight for each other. Some of us have got to get yeah. through. It's about the whole movement. For so one of us to make it through, a hundred of us have to try. Knock down the house. <laughs> the big Netflix documentary. On AOC and her three friends. You're watching that? Oh, man. No. No? No. I'm not watching that. As you know, uh, there's no way I could get through that. (laughs) I mean... Every TV in my house would be broken. I was about to say, man. It'd be a loud night. I would... Gray house. uh, Oh, man. (laughs) She is a nightmare. Yes, she is. Wow. That's true. Uh, (laughs) And okay. she loves herself, though, man. Oh, man. Does she think Boy, a lot she's her number of one AOC? Fan. Oh, nobody <laughs> loves AOC more than AOC loves AOC. Whew. I mean, she really thinks she is something else. <laughs> and so, you know, so do the people that follow her on Twitter. I, you got to say. Yeah, I will say also, though, that uh, there's already, um, and I don't know what kind of chance they have, but there's already... Uh, three possible Republican challengers <clears throat> lining up to to go after her seat. Uh, well, they got no chance. Well, maybe she not. has to be taken out by a Democrat, right? You know, I there's almost no possibility of a Republican winning in that district. But Egyptian American journalist Ruth Papazian, <laughs> who is a Republican. She blames Ocasio-Cortez for ruining the Amazon deal, which cost New York 25,000 jobs and billions of dollars in economic activity. And she kind of did. She chose ideology over paychecks, Papazian said. People need jobs. We don't have economic diversity in the outer boroughs. The Green New Deal is a job killer. So she's running. Former NYPD officer John Cummings, who was a U.S. government high school teacher, is also interested in getting into the race. He said, uh, I know it's a difficult road because this is a heavy, heavily Democratic district. She's only interested in a national platform, and we need local representation. Another Republican, Rich Valdez, who worked for former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie and then worked for uh, Mark Levin, hmm. launched an exploratory committee in February, says 
AOC's initials could stand for ambition over constituents. Mm. I like that. Mm -hmm. They're really, really kind of discouraged at the fact that she was elected on this platform of representing the district because she ran against Crowley, positing him as being a no-show, and she turned out to be very much the same way. Yeah. A no-show person. Well, maybe. You know, maybe with that kind of spin on the on the on the campaign maybe they do have a chance of uprooting her if if you can if you can present her as someone who doesn't care about her district she just cares about publicity and i think you can make that pretty strong case it's going to be interesting to see if the people that turned out in mass for her in 2018 are now going to they might think they're done. They might think, oh, look, we took care of that. We don't have to worry about uh, mm-hmm. every two years, right? Isn't she mm-hmm. in there for life? I mean, come on, Brooklyn. Triple eight, nine hundred thirty three ninety Let me tell you about Brickhouse Nutrition and their product, Field of Greens. Of course, we, you know about Jeffy's heart issue. He had a heart event, I believe he likes to call it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it hit home in a really personal way. And thank goodness he's okay now. But it's an important reminder of how we need to take care of ourselves and eat right and do all the things that you know maybe we haven't been doing. And there's no excuse anymore not to get healthy food in your diet, even if you hate vegetables like I do, <clears throat> because there's Field of Greens now. Every scoop represents a full serving of real USDA organic fruits and vegetables. With antioxidant power, it'll boost your immune system, and it's pre and probiotic. It's real food, and uh, you're going to love it. You just take a a scoop and put it into eight ounces of water. It'll make it taste like Kool-Aid or put it into a smoothie of some kind. It's delicious. Go to BrickHousePat.com. Get 15% off your first order when you use the offer code PAT. A better you awaits. BrickHousePat.com. Offer code PAT. It's Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blakes. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and Pat unleashed on Twitter. Pat Fat Hathead Kristen tweets: <laughs> Can you guys buy a slip cover for the couch, or oh. is Glenn too cheap? Mm. Mm. Slip cover. Slip oh, cover. Bring in the nineteen seventies. I don't know. Look at that sad thing over there. <laughs> a slip cover would be nice, though. With with uh, you know a U.S. senator coming in, at least a slip cover would. Should we cover do something that like, like like seriously? Should we should we just get it out of here and put like a like a <laughs> like a folding chair there? Be maybe better. <laughs> folding chair. Something would be better. It'd be really that. comfortable. We love you though. We jest. Yeah. We jest. Orange we couch. Uh, blah blah blah. Love the blah blah. Wait, blah. was that old Miss Teen USA audio or a recent clip of AOC's rantings? The maps thing. Um, yeah. Like whatever. Like, <laughs> uh, from Libertarian Ninja. Geography is hard, this, as the uh, weatherman pointed out mm-hmm. in Alabama, <laughs> from Coast 719. But these maps show where the Iraq is? Well, some, some of them do. Some of some them. Of them do. Mm-hmm. And from the Steve 42, five bucks says members of Congress will be exempt from Warren's wealth tax. Eh, wouldn't surprise me. Hey, they're exempt from in- insider trading laws. <clears throat> Amy, what's her face? A uh, brief synopsis of AOC's propaganda documentary. Men bad, rich people bad, women are gods. <laughs> that's, mm-hmm. uh, that's true, idiot tree. How, how has Pat not asked to turn the country off lately? Yeah, it's been a while. 
It's a good question. It's a really good question. Party's over. I mean, the reasons to do so become more obvious by the day, unfortunately. Uh, laugh track? That's true. <laughs> Everybody's doing this. <laughs> uh, they should have a Trojan horse conservative run for AOC's congressional seat in Brooklyn. Uh, sort of like our reverse John Roberts. Now, that would be cool if the Republican Party would do things like that. We don't. Apparently, we don't have the foresight for that. Only only the Democrats do that. But um, it'd be nice. <laughs> oh. So, there. I will come over. That's true. <laughs> a guy, Herm, tweets, I would rather mix ammonia and bleach in a closet than watch AOC on Netflix. Me too. Not going to happen. <laughs> uh, Washington is just a governor's signature away now from becoming the first state in the United States of America to legalize the natural organic reduction of human remains. Ugh. Um, also known as composting. Oh, no. So you can compost humans now in Washington. Almost. The, if the governor signs the bill... Then they'll be able to compost humans. I mean, is that good for tomatoes? Mm. I mean, I could be sold on this. Oh, it's it's uh-huh. really good really? for tomatoes and, and for any number of things. In fact, um, it's people, it's people, people. Silent Green is made, made out of people. people. Silent Green is people. It's about to happen in Washington on Friday. The state Senate and House of Representatives finalized their approval of Bill Five Thousand One, titled. Concerning human remains, which enshrines organic reduction and alkaline hydrolysis, a dissolving process sometimes called liquid cremation, as acceptable alternatives to traditional burial and cremation. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jay Inslee's office, who's also running for president. Oh, yes, one of the 18. Governor Jay Inslee said the the governor hasn't had a chance to, his office says they haven't had a chance to review the legislation yet. Once it crosses his desk, though, he'll have five days to act. If he signs the bill, the law would take effect May 1st, 2020. Now, of course he's going to sign this. He's a big environmental guy. And this would be so good for the environment. Wes McMahon said, I'm very much in favor of the composting of human bodies. Um, Why? When I'm done with this body that served me very well for the past 64 years... Do I want to poison it with formaldehyde or other embalming chemicals? No. Burned? Not my first choice. (laughs) But what about the bacteria I've worked with so long in this body? Do I want to give them a chance to do what they do naturally? I believe in doing things as naturally as possible. (laughs) Oh, man, all these moonbeams in Washington, California. uh, States have laws where where you have to... It's a racket. Uh-huh. Funeral homes are a racket, okay? And and burying your body in the uh, approved manner of the state, making sure it's in a box and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't like, I don't, as a libertarian-minded person with mm-hmm. control of your own body, I don't like being told how I have to be disposed of. So I guess I could kind of see this. Well, there, but There's it, some health concerns, though. Exactly. I don't <clears> want, I don't want this concern. ending up in a, in a farm right. where I'm buying food. Right. Nobody wants that. Well, if I have a field, I don't know. maybe the Washingtonians want that. I don't know. If maybe I, they like the fact oh, that it's, it's people. Uh-huh. It's people. Yeah, they are. Maybe freaks. they like it. Mm-hmm. Silent, Silent green, green is made out of people. So don't, 
Silent breathe is people. Just you got to see the movie now. Don't eat the tomatoes. <laughs> is all. Yeah, or, or yeah so, anything else that comes mm-hmm. out of Washington. So much for Washington apples. Uh, no, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> out of Washington. I'm not taking a chance now. Not taking a chance. Strawberries, apples. Uh-huh. Nope. Sorry. Oh, boy. Not going to do it. <laughs> Jeez. What's your favorite fruit? What's your favorite this? What's your favorite that? And then one you know, what's time, your word? what's your favorite human composting? <laughs> <laughs> That's easy. What? My favorite human composting is done in Washington. <laughs> I have people ask me all the time, what's your favorite state to be composted in? <laughs> all right. Uh, let me tell you about, about Relief Factor, because if you're in pain, and many of us are, uh, there is some help. Over 50 million people miss work due to pain. Um, these Americans spend about $2,000 a year to combat that pain, and about 66% just expect to live with it the rest of their lives. Now, we've seen so many of Relief Factor's clients here at The Blaze. We've been watching it help so many of our employees, too. Everybody in this building just about takes it. Mm -hmm. Keith takes it. Absolutely. Every day for some weird phantom pain that nobody understands. We're not even sure if it's there, but uh, thankfully, because of Relief Factor. When I go off of Relief Factor, my leg aches. Okay. All right? All right. I know it works. Okay. So it's 100% drug-free. I like that. It's created by doctors, and they have a three-week quick start that's just $19.95. Try it for three weeks. If it doesn't work, just stop using it. If it does work, you're going to want to keep going with it, like 70% of others who start with a quick start go on to order more. Get your life back with their three-week quick start for just $19.95. It's relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com. For your meat to have trace amounts of fecal matter. So, <clears throat> one consumer rights adv- advocacy group wants uh, meat products to contain the warning, may contain feces <laughs> on the label. Oh, no. <laughs> the recommendation is kind of tongue-in-cheek, but an attorney for the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine tells CNN the group represents 12,000 physicians whose mission is... To, uh, in part, promote plant-based diets and ethical scientific research. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it gets at real concerns that they have about the U.S. Department of Agriculture's food safety inspection system. They, um, The U.S. Department of Agriculture has a zero-tolerance policy for fecal material on meat and poultry. USDA said it sends inspectors out to facilities who look at statistically valid samples of carcasses Mm. randomly selected throughout the production shift. If they find fecal material on animal carcass, they ensure that contaminated meat can't enter the food supply. Oh, that's good, right? Yeah. Good, so we can go to sleep now. And if inspectors observe repeat infractions, then they use progressive enforcement actions against the meat company. But... Apparently, uh, the USDA's current inspection policy isn't quite good enough because it applies only to fecal matter that's visible on the production line. 
and it's going by pretty fast. <laughs> the inspection line is. Oh no! I don't. Want They've to relaxed their rules so that the speed at which poultry companies can process birds was 140 birds per minute, which seems way too fast. <laughs> wow! But <laughs> but now it's been raised to 175 birds per minute. So that means that those working on the line are scanning about three birds per second. Oh man! And these were Obama rules, by the way. That, is- that's who changed this. There is no way you can find every icky thing on a chicken <laughs> when you're doing three per second. Ah, you can just move to Washington State and just have your tomatoes That's grown right. with human There you go. Bodies. Ah, don't worry about it. Mm. Ah, just mm. do the do the label that they suge- the physicians group suggested. May contain fecal matter. <laughs> <laughs> this product may contain feces. <laughs> ah, what's a little poop among friends? <laughs> what's a little poop among friends? <laughs> it all cooks out in the end, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Let's just go with that. Yeah, let's go with yeah, that. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> I want to go with that. That's why. <laughs> Speaking of poop, uh, there's been a surge in homeless people seeking shelter at the San Francisco airport, raising concerns of more poop. <laughs> Obviously, because that's what apparently they do in oh, San yeah, Francisco. We had, we had the poop map last week. And know? it was, they Covered showed the poop. San Francisco city limits, mm-hmm. and it was literally inundated. There wasn't a it's square just, inch without it on it. It was literally just one big pile Ugh, of poop. It's gross. Mm-hmm. Police contacts with homeless people have tripled over the past two years. Uh, and in February, authorities received about 40 calls per day regarding homeless at the airport, compared to about 12 a day. In March of 2017, so there's just more homeless moving out to the airport. Looking for new areas to poop on, I I guess. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Is is this square inch taken? (laughs) Look at the map. We got the map on the Blaze TV. Rob's put it up there, and boy, that is a lovely lovely town you got there, San Francisco. (laughs) Uh, Look at how concentrated it is in the upper right hand area. You exaggerate a little bit. Mm -hmm. You, sir... You said it's all covered yeah, in poop. Yeah, I did. I did. You know, obviously, there's a couple, there's maybe a couple. two or three steps you could take on the north side there mm-hmm. if you need to get somewhere. <laughs> That's true. Golly. That's true. That is horrific. Ugh. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Go, go. Oh, put it back up, Rob. How are they on the interstate? It's like they're pooping out on the I interstate? Know. I don't know. <laughs> okay, enough. Oh, sorry. It's nasty, though. So I do know nasty. that. A former airport employee said that she wouldn't walk around the airport alone during the early morning hours because she often encountered homeless people. Uh, The problem at the airport is just an additional layer to the fun homeless crisis affecting the Bay Area. The majority arrive at the terminal in the middle of the night by train. Uh, BART, the Bay Area Rapid Transit, requires people to get off the train when it goes out of service for the night. And so they just hop out at the airport. And go ahead and poop there. <laughs> it's just, it's just so sick and weird and so twisted. Bad man. And just, it's just what happens when Democrats are in control for yep. decades. Mm-hmm. Yep, Detroit, Seattle, Portland, San Francisco, Philadelphia, mm-hmm. uh, Cleveland. Uh, you name it. You name the city where Democrats have been in control for sixty years, and I'll show you a hellhole. Because <laughs> they just, they're all going downhill. You got more crime. You got more uh, poop on the streets. You got more homeless problems. 
You got problems of every kind in these Democrat cities. And uh, why Republicans can't take advantage of that, I d- I'll never know. Yeah. Speaking of uh, poop and crappy campaigns. I'm sorry? Um, Beto O'Rourke's oh, campaign. sure. Now I understand the connection. Yeah. It's, it's going down the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike a lot of the poop in San Francisco. His campaign's going right down the pooper. <laughs> Two aides to uh, former Representative Beto have reportedly left his campaign because it's a mess. Becky Bond, a top advisor to O'Rourke, and her deputy, Zach Mallets, have both left. The two worked on his uh, Senate campaign, and I guess the presidential campaign is not going well. Mm-mm. Chris Evans, a spokesman for him, said the staffers weren't on it. Ah, they're on a temporary basis anyway, and mm-hmm. they didn't respond to other questions of why they left. Bond told BuzzFeed in a statement, it was just, yeah, it was time for us to move on to other challenges. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, okay. that's it. Oh, wait, wait. Did any All of them right. mix in the uh, the ubiquitous, I got to go spend more time with my family line? Because uh, that one is one you always hear when, <laughs> when they leave involuntarily. Oh, man. I mean, his, his campaign's in about the same shape as his guitar playing. Uh, neither are good. Well, except for, okay, his guitar playing is good. It's extraordinary, in fact. Campaign's going to be over. <laughs> Campaign's over already before it's even started. Yeah, we got to let it go all the way till it kicks in. Okay. Like that. And you really kick out the jams. He's about to really start to wail. There it is. They could use the tambourine player, I think. Uh, really? That's... No, I'm, that adding, I'm certain, adding something, yeah. Uh, je ne sais quoi to the song. Listen to that, yeah. <laughs> Could use I more. like it. Could use more of that. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me tell you about Home Title Lock. <laughs> Our friends at Home Title Lock sent us another example of how devastating home title fraud is and why you might want to consider getting Home Title Lock just to protect your house from thieves. Online Online thieves in the U.S. and abroad found Bill and Betty from Portland's uh, home title. It was exposed on a website. So they forged some documents to make it look as though they were the new owners. And then they took it to another bank and borrowed thousands of dollars against their equity. Now, Bill and Betty didn't know anything about this until the late payments poured in. And then it got worse. A foreign bank foreclosed on them and had them evicted from their own home. The home they'd paid for the whole time. They didn't miss any payments on it. Um, And they spent a fortune trying to get their home back. They didn't have home title lock. For pennies a day, home title lock puts a barrier around your home's title and mortgage so that online thieves can't do this to you. So here's what I tell people to do. Just go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your home to see if your title's already been tampered with. And if you register now, they'll throw in a a free title scan and report, which usually costs $100. Go to HomeTitleLock.com, get some protection for your home. Don't let thieves steal it from you. HomeTitleLock.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. Have you noticed how prevalent um, trans people are becoming on commercials? And television shows and <laughs> everywhere. I, I mean, 
homosexual couples too, which you know, I'm sure LGBTQIA2 plus groups are really encouraging people to to utilize um, couple, gay couples in commercials, and it's almost to where you can't see a commercial now without a gay couple in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, the NBC show Good Girls has just jumped on board the uh, uh, the trans train, too. Oh, oh, the trans train? Yeah, the trans train is... Come on, everybody. Get aboard the, the trans, trans train. train. <laughs> Sorry. And NBC is. They're aboard the trans train. Um, this is a little, little scene oh, no. from the show Good Girls. Okay, okay I'm going to go shower and then shower again. Yay, it's a boy. <laughs> Mom? So am I. <laughs> oh, oh, Mom is so loving and understanding. Your dad. You're first. Lucky you. You okay? Okay, good. Are you? I always wanted a boy. Hey, <laughs> okay. Uh, we've raised you as a girl forever now. You know, you're what, 13, 14 years old? But if you want to switch to a boy, I am super happy about it immediately. That's great. You know what, kid? You're buying your own clothes now. I'm, I'm not taking I you mean, shopping. Okay, you want to be loving as a parent? Mm-hmm. Come on. Are you telling me the girl you've raised to 13 or 14 years old tells you now she's a boy and you're like, immediately fine that's mm-hmm. how wonderful this trans thing is right now okay good good i've always wanted a boy <laughs> that's the response I, okay whatever i mean that's uh wow that's an accepting parent you know what it is it's 2019 that's what it is that's what it is mm-hmm. it's 2019 okay it's time to turn the country off <laughs> Okay, <laughs> time to shut down the country. Just That's turn it off. True. It is. Yes, it's time to turn the country off. I mean, if you obviously you want to be a loving parent and you want to help them through whatever they're going through, and if they think they're a boy when they're a girl, and you then that's okay. Then you know, wouldn't it take there? Wouldn't there be an, a little adjustment time? She smiled the second her daughter or son, whatever, told her the the news. Oh, good. Okay, wonderful. All righty. Yeah, and I love how it's just like, oh yeah, real quick before uh, before I go to bed here, I just got to tell you one quick thing. Um, I'm a boy. And yeah. good night. It's what? a boy. Well, I don't know who she was talking about. Yeah, I think it was, it was another, a boy. Yeah, referring to some other scene. But it's I'm saying a, it's a boy. Yeah, mom. So am I. Yeah, okay. Oh, that's cute. Oh, and immediately the smile crosses her face. Yeah. Way to teach it with the uh, treat it with the levity that it, you, you want it to be. Treated, yeah, there's right? no shock involved. Mm-hmm. There's no problem. That, well, look, we've raised you as a girl, and uh, you do have girl parts. Mm-hmm. I except I know that that has nothing to do with gender. You know, only your state of mind has to do with your gender now. But I'm serious. Uh, unless that girl who is now, poof, a boy, um, unless she has an older brother, 
mm-hmm. that you can get some hand-me-downs from. I am not taking you shopping for a new wardrobe. No. I hope you've saved up in your little piggy bank for your wow, boy wh- clothes. Why the hate? Um, why the hate? Because it costs a lot. It's expensive wow. to completely replace um, a wardrobe wow. like that. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm glad people had a chance to hear that. <laughs> they Good. hate mongering hatred that's coming from you, the hater. Well, I mean, I'm just cheap, I think, <clears throat> is the point. Uh, that it's getting lost here. <laughs> and that and I do hate. Yes, that's accurate as well, I must say. Okay. All right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, a Trump-supporting barbecue food truck is selling anti-PC shirts, redefining LGBTQ, and, of course, there's some outrage that uh, is involved here. A Kentucky barbecue food joint is facing the wrath of liberal outrage and the mob online after the business began selling T-shirts redefining the meaning of LGBTQ. You can't do that, I guess. That's verboten. (laughs) Traditionally, the LGBTQ acronym is an ode to marginalized sexual identities. Oh, marginalized. But, okay, right. But Bell's I mean, Smoking lionized. Barbecue. Mm-hmm. What do you call What is he doing? Which operates out of a food truck, recently began selling T-shirts that radically redefined it instead of lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer. The shirts say, I support LGBTQ, liberty, guns, Bible, Trump, and barbecue. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I love it. <gasps> oh, that's terrible. I mean, I hate it. Oh, no. hateful, no. terrible, bad, evil. No. Oh, let's outcast this guy to the edge of society, please. Outcast him? He needs to be in prison, this guy. Uh, just prison? Prison. Just just the prison. Well, for life. For li- Just for the life. for life prison? Yeah. We shouldn't yeah. go a little further? Well, maybe the death penalty. Okay, just the death penalty? Like humane? Well, first, no, no, no. You torture him first, Thank obviously. you. Okay, now for we're on the same page. For a long period of time. So I had to... Waterboarding well. is too good for this guy. Too good for him. Too good for him. Uh-huh. Too genteel. Oh, boy. Jamie Smith said that he and his workers have worn, worn the shirts for more than a year and a half now. <laughs> <laughs> but only received backlash after, <clears throat> after he advertised the merchandise on social media. Which triggered, of course, an avalanche of progressive indignation. He said within just hours of posting the shirt online, social media went berserk. Of course it did. Then came the threatening calls, of which Smith said he fielded about 30. Mm -hmm. Now, all we hear about uh, from the other side is if they do something and it angers the right, the death threats they continually receive. (laughs) right and if they don't and if they don't then they make them up yep jesse uh the attention forced smith to delete the facebook post advertising the shirts where he later posted an apology of course bell smoking barbecue apologizes if we've offended any groups organizations or individuals with our shirts no yeah, he did. He caved. Way to be a We man. respect all beliefs and lifestyles and want no ill will towards anyone. Blah, 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 blah. blah, blah right, blah, blah. got it. We know each person has their own thoughts and beliefs. <laughs> but we're hurt that the people who are saying stop the hate are the ones coming at us with uh-huh. the harassing messages uh-huh. there you go. and threatening phone calls. Again, we apologize. <laughs> Well, that's a long sentence there. That guy would be a clean that was a run-on sentence. Yeah, it just mm-hmm. kept going. So. Wow. 
<laughs> but you've heard it all before. <laughs> Sorry, we offended you. <laughs> tired of it. I'm yep. just. I, I'm really. I'm sick and tired of it. Mm-hmm. The, you know, the outrage culture. That Glenn wrote the book about. It. There's a good reason he wrote a book about it because it's just it's asinine. Can we get over ourselves and our supposed outrage for half a second? Gosh, the guy runs a barbecue place and he sold a few t-shirts shut up who cares Uh, it's unbelievable the things people choose actively choose to get upset about at the end of the day he said we have to stand by what we for what stand for what we believe in and like i said this is offending anyone but it's just a good play on words No, you can't say that. No, you can't have fun. No, you've How dare you try to find humor in anything, you sir? You've reignited my indignation <laughs> and my outrage. Darn you. Yeah. Yep. Learn your lesson. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, man. I don't know. I don't know. What do you do? What do you do? The only thing you can do is be completely um, open to it accepting of it and and see that's not the that's not the end of it though Mm-mm. that's where they used to say they wanted it stopped okay you we want we want tolerance okay well you got tolerance a long time ago yeah a long time ago now we're supposed to not just tolerate but accept embrace and promote mm-hmm. and if i don't if i don't do all of those steps well, the outrage begins, and you lose your job, you lose your livelihood, whatever. Can you just can you just stay neutral? Can you just you know no just go about your life and I'll go about mine? No, I wish you could. Oh. I mean, that would make sense, wouldn't it? Mm. That would make some sense. Yep, sure would. <sighs> Meanwhile, federal court uh, ruled a major city can discriminate against. <laughs> and I love this. So while the tolerance for LGBTQQIA2 plus has increased, <clears throat> and not just tolerance, but the acceptance, embracing, and promotion of it. On the other side of the spectrum, the Christians with any kind of belief from the Bible, um, the opposite has happened. There is no tolerance for that. Nope, sorry. I'm sorry. You've got to believe what they believe. Well, but I don't. Nope, you have to. Sorry. <laughs> In fact, I'm not even sorry. I'm sick of your hatred. You just have to believe what they believe. Well, wait. What about my religion? Tough. Your religion is full of hate. Well, at least... Oh, the, oh, but no. But we have the courts to protect your religion, though, right? Yeah, like this federal court, which oh. sided with the city of Philadelphia, after they chose to terminate the contracts with a Catholic foster care agency because of their views on marriage. It's a Catholic foster care agency. The city, after a cry for help in dealing with its massive foster care problem, refused to allow Catholic social services to place children with families because they refused the Catholic uh, services wouldn't place them with gay couples. Mm. Well, it's... They're, they're Catholic. They're Catholic! So that's their religious belief. Right! We'll see you in court. Freedom of religion. Yeah, and they saw him in court. Okay. And guess who wins? Philadelphia. So they then terminated their contract with the Christian group, putting at risk children who are in foster homes affiliated with the agency. Oh, boy. Foster families associated with Catholic social services, 
then sued. <clears throat> so you would think, okay, well, good. This, yeah, this is going to turn nah, out okay. Now we're good. Now we got this. Yeah. No, not so what? much. The U- third U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals ruled unanimously Monday that the city could exclude Catholic social services from its foster wow. placement program if the organization does not work with same-sex couples. My gosh, that's amazing. It's amazing. Circuit Judge Thomas Ambrose said the city was trying to stop what it believed to be a clear violation of anti-discrimination law in the city. The question in our case is whether CSS was treated differently because of its religious beliefs. Based on the record before us, that question has a clear answer. Hmm? No. No, says this judge. It's going to be interesting to see uh, because hopefully Catholic Services will take this uh, further. And appeal it to the U.S. Supreme Court if necessary. And, you know, the Supreme Court will do what they always do. They'll pass hmm. and let the lower court rule, rule. That's what they've been doing over and over and over and over again. Wow. Um, so, yeah, the judge is obviously a Clinton, empl- uh, uh, Clinton appointee. Mm. The beliefs of Catholic social services are not what has changed. Rather, the city adopt- adopting an unconstitutional anti-discrimination policy, and then using that to punish Catholic social services because they disagree with CSS's religious beliefs on marriage, that's what's changed. Yeah. Yes. Good point there. So hopefully, you know, I mean, that can't be the end of it, right? You would think. It's a a U.S. Circuit Court. So you got to take that to a higher court and see what happens Mm -hmm. with the Supreme Court. Uh, maybe the Supreme Court does the right thing for a change. They sure haven't been very much lately. Mm-mm. It's kind of frightening, actually, because religious freedom is imperiled right now between the, uh, you know, having to bake the cakes for gay weddings, right. having to uh, place kids in homosexual families when you religiously disagree with that, and then you're forced to anyway. I <laughs> Regardless of your religious beliefs, uh, something is wrong there and needs to be rectified. I guess one one shining example of where religious freedom was upheld by the Supreme Court in recent years was uh, Hobby Lobby with the right. Obamacare uh, abortion uh, provider type thing. Right. We haven't had a victory like that in a while. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Use that number tomorrow. We'll talk to you then on Pat Gray Unleashed.